and welcome to Into the Snowdown Galaxy here on the Galaxy Geeks YouTube channel and the Galaxy Geeks podcast feed. If you like what we talk about here on this show, give this video a like and subscribe to the channel. That way you can watch all of our content. And if you like us on the podcast feed, please give us a five-star review and comment on this video with your thoughts. You can follow the Galaxy Geeks at Galaxy Geeks 1 on Twitter and the Galaxy Geeks EL on Instagram. So without further ado, I am your host, Elon McKeg, and joining me as always, he's the Grace Hancock to my Jay Washington. He is Luke Sutter. Luke, how you doing, buddy? Doing really well. So those two people that you just mentioned that we've not seen on screen in how many matches? For a while now. I I was thinking the exact same thing when I was watching the um, Irwin-Bateman match. I don't know why it was that match particularly, but it was that match yeah. where I was going, hmm, we haven't really had any cut scenes lately. Not really. I've been kind of shocked by that personally because I have missed this, the cut scenes. I think they're waiting until a lot of the people can be in person to do some yeah. of the other ones because the majority of the people that are invested are inside of the storylines are people think that can meet in person yes, so it's yes. one of those oh we're just gonna wait until we can be in person again to really continue the grace hancock story and all which again the only thing i thought about when um during the the time when Ken Knapsack was um, hosting again was me. And they said, oh, we don't talk biz business at home. All I was saying was, I want to be shocked, Ken, if you're the person like in charge of it all. If you're like the ultimate, like in, in the universe terms, the ultimate bad guy where Grace Hancock is your Darth Vader <laughs> and you're the Emperor Palpatine. Mm. I wouldn't be shocked no. if that, if that, of that turn of events. I do not see that just due to the fact of that's just not his character, and I just don't see him doing it that much. I know, but he, he used to be his character, hence why I mentioned it. I know, I know. But in saying that, how'd you like last week? Last week was a horrible week for us when it came to predictions. Yeah, what was that week? What um, we're just garbage at picking. We were just garbage that week at picking. But we, I mean, one of us was able to win. Yeah, yeah, me. yeah. And that's all that matters. Yeah. All one. because of Amaru. All because of Amaru. Moses knows the mostest. That's all I'm saying. The one time I try to pick Finstock Exchange and they lose. Come on. Yeah. And the one and the other time that we did pick Finstock Exchange and they lost. Ugh, that was a bad week. It was a bad week. Again, like we we doubted Josh Horowitz. That's who we did. And we doubted Frankie Alvarez. And we doubted Ethan Irwin. We doubted a yeah. lot of players. Yeah, yeah, we really did. That was probably so, not a good idea. Yeah. And but I mean, again, when we look back at all of our predictions, we all had we had solid reasons for all of them. Unfortunately for this week, the July schedule isn't up, so we don't have any predictions for this week. But we're going to have a good replacement segment for it when we get to the show. And speaking of segments, let's get into the first segment of our show, shall we? All right. First segment is Rookie of the Week. Yes, show that beautiful Ooh. image. Who is Rookie of the Week? Rookie of the Week, which 
I was really shocked that we haven't talked about him yet. Rick Raddus. Yes, Rick Raddus, someone that we have talked about whenever his matches would come up, but never actually as a Rookie of the Week participant. And again, I don't know why we haven't talked about him, but it's one of those where he was part of the Finsock Exchange and I tried to push him to the side as much as possible. But now we've gotten to the point where the majority of the people that are left are from the Finsock Exchange or people that just haven't played yet or people that we've just waited on for a while. So who is Rick Raddus, you may be asking? And what does he He's do? He's a player. Well, he I is think a he player. Plays. And think, he is maybe. I think his one of his managers is Taylor Cleek. Like his in real yes, life, yes. if you go on Twitter, Taylor Cleek, of course. Like that is that isn't Rick Raddus. That's one of his managers. People out there, you know we're joking around with that. But Rick Raddus, he is a part of the what W-A-T, what real entertainment group on YouTube. And he's the host of their horror podcast, Really Scared, really spelled R-E-E-L-Y, Scared, which is currently on hiatus. That was me doing my research, and that was what I found on Rick <laughs> Redis. And yeah, he's just a great player. He's proven himself. He's 2-0. It seems like, spoiler from this past week, but it seems like they're going to be pushing Frankie Alvarez versus Rick Redis. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Which I'm just going to say for that match is going to be an interesting one. It's going to be a battle of words. Yeah, that's that's a word for it. Yeah, and I'm not going to predict anyone to win because we don't even know if that's going to be the match. We do not know. We just know that that's what they were pushing. Well, all right. Next on the list is, and when we talk about or, well, I was going to say, once we get into Player of the Week and Manager of the Week, we can talk about the main match for this past week. Yeah, let's, sh- let's show the people who Player of the Week is, who are Player of player the Week. Player of the Week is Ethan Irwin. Yes, Ethan Irwin. Everyone, you all understand why we have him as Player of the Week. He played one heck of a game, game against Ben Bateman. And, yeah, let's show them who's man of the week, Manager of the Week now. Manager of the Week is... Sam Levine, which I was tempted not to give it to him. Yeah, he, you were tempted to give it to Adam Witt. And then I reminded you, Sam Levine managed two winners this week, not just Ethan Irwin. Yeah, and I, think, I know, I know. I think very much when they put up the poll, people need to realize that Sam didn't just get one victory this week. He got two. And that's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, sure, what Adam Witt did was amazing, but... Sam got two wins, Amaru and Ethan. You you're not you can't say that you're um not manager of the week material when you had two people win for you. Yeah, and it does hurt, and we'll get into the match that we didn't have the dungeon manager really being the manager. It was Wit. Which Wit should become a manager in the future. Oh, I have I have thoughts on match of the week if you want to go ahead and get into match of the week yeah let's go ahead let's dive into it all right I, let me talk about adam witt first adam witt okay. is an amazing manager to the point where when i was watching him all i was thinking especially during that challenge all i was thinking was wit nothing personal 
if they were to tell you tomorrow that you're not allowed to play anymore and you're gonna and they're gonna put you in the managerial position, I would not be mad about it. Yeah, I'm I'm in the same boat. Honestly, I felt wit for one calling that challenge. We, mm-hmm. we won't dive into the challenge just yet, but literally fi- catching the challenge and jumping into it the way he did was so intelligent. I think it I also was helps. So impressed. It helps that he was. He's also been a player that yes. he understands the game. It's sort of like how if the shoe was on the other foot, like if Sam would have thrown out that challenge, I feel like that would have worked because Sam's a player who probably knows these movies. Yes. So, bef- what else did you feel about this match before we actually start breaking it down? Um, I think, again, if they were to tell Adam, like, hey, we want you to be a manager and to run, to run your own faction, then I wouldn't be upset. I feel like he might be a little heartbroken because he would want to keep on playing, but, you know, like, his record and teams is 0-2 and Star Wars is 0-4. It's one of those... You gotta, you gotta give before you can. You gotta do something with them. Either put them in FCL, which I have stated multiple times. If you have a really bad negative record, you need to go back to FCL, or you need to go down to FCL, or you give him a managerial position. Which in this match, he proved that he can be an amazing manager depending on who you give him. With. But overall, I think this match was. A great match and went into sudden death for a reason. Both competitors are really strong competitors. And yeah, it was it was just a fun match to watch. It was a match that you and I were both like, oh, Ben Bateman's gonna win this one. And then as I'm watching it, I'm like, oh, Ethan Irwin is proving himself tonight. Uh-huh. I honestly, if Ethan Irwin plays like he played this past match, I think he could beat uh, Dan. Mm-hmm. And he has I mean, beaten Dan before. Yes. It's just been a while. Yeah. Ethan, for some reason, he's back. I think he was out of it for a bit. He was on a weird streak for a while. I do not think Ethan is a good, as good of a teams player as he is a singles player. Well, I can see that. But at the same time, I think it just depends. Like, again, it just depends. Because him and Liz had a very good chemistry in, that, in the very first match. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, I guess uh, time biases. It's been a while since I've we've seen them. It's been a while. Yeah. So it, let's go. Let's go deep into this match now. Let's go into yes. round one. Both men played perfect. Yes. All got eight questions. By the way, I also played perfect. The reaction is up, so you can go ahead and watch it. The reaction is up on the YouTube channel because they made the actual match available to the public on like neck that day so i was like all right i'll go ahead yeah so i was like all right i'll go ahead and post my reaction since the match is public to the audience so why do you think they went ahead and made it public i don't know i don't have a theory i have one what is it my theory is they had to get the information out about the the singles tournament Mm -hmm. and that match is when they were announced for the singles tournament yeah, and that was, was when they got a lot of information one. out. Also, there was only one match. They were supposed yeah. to have two matches for this match, but due because to it only was, being one. It was supposed to be this one in the as the undercard, and then it was going to be Shazam Corruption for the main event. 
Yes. So they, because if you really think about it, it didn't really feel like a, due to it only being a three round match, it didn't feel like a main event show, show yeah. basically. And I, I mean, I wouldn't them. have been, I wouldn't have been upset if, because they had a week in between, if they were, and plus Sean Drew and Mike are always studying for um, IG. I feel like that they could have done the IG championship match. No, you, you say, is that one, are they doing that on? They're doing that on free TV. They're doing, no, they're doing that free TV in July. Oh, okay. okay. What, There's only four matches in. Really? What's free TV? It's not a pay-per-view. Oh, okay. It's just Sorry. posting Sorry. it on YouTube. Okay, you were How confusing it... me. I wasn't for sure. Well, I know it in terms of wrestling. Like, SmackDown and Raw are free TV, whereas pay-per-view is pay-per-view. If you watch well, it on free TV, the then you're fine. Well, I wasn't for sure. We know. I, I don't know wrestling. I know the movies. So Okay, yeah. how, about, how about this? Um, television, free TV. Okay, that works better. There you go. Anyway, um, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, but only Ethan was on, able to get the bonus question between the two. Yes. So Ethan going into round two had a one-point lead. Then we go yes. into round two. Ethan had to check down to one on one of the questions. I can't remember it specifically. Man. And he said he knew the he said he knew oh it was Julia Roberts. Um he said he yes. knew the answer and that the only reason why he checked down was because he was leading. Yes. I I mean that's a good I strategy was, and it makes sense. Yeah, I, w- I wasn't disappointed in him. I mean it was a good good idea. I mean he would have gotten it right most likely, but changing is not a bad idea. Mm-mm. I mean, and then we see with my or not Mike, Ben. Ben goes perfect on yes with um oh what's that category Tyler Perry Tyler Perry wow I cannot speak today look I actually did very well that round I didn't like I'll admit I'll be the first one to admit like I'm just like I don't know (laughs) I was I got really excited because it was like what's his first movie with Medea in it. I was like, Diary of Mad Black Woman. It's it's not it's not Julia Roberts. It's Nicole Kidman. Why did I think the category oh. he had was Julia Roberts? Eh, they they because they you can mix those two actors. I mean, up they pretty both. Well. I mean, they both have similar careers. Anyway, now we're yes. going into round three, tied. And this was just a back and forth ping pong game. There's a reason why I'm leading up to the big moment of the match. Like we're leading up to that. So it's like Ben gets his two pointer. Ethan gets his two pointer. Ben gets his three pointer. No, wait, no, it's Ethan, Ben, Ethan, Ben, Ethan. And then we get to the five pointer. Oh, this was nerve wracking. And so they say the question and Ben is struggling and struggling and struggling, struggling. And he says Albert Brooks, he gets it wrong. Ethan's declared the winner. But then there's a challenge. Adam Witt states that the way the question was worded multiple times that that threw um, Ben off, which 
at the time, I'll be honest, also playing along at home, it threw me off as well. Because I was thinking of three movies, not just two. Sam's counter, though, was that they still said going south. They still said that movie correctly and that they still got it wrong and they should not be awarded the challenge. Like, if you would have just thought about going south, then... And that would have been, like, you would have just had to think of the director for going south. And that was their point. Adam went saying with how you worded it, and they should not be, they, he shouldn't be gotten it, he shouldn't have gotten it wrong. You get a new question. And then that's the challenge. And so everyone waits at home. Is that, are you going to re- award them the challenge? What do they do? They award them the challenge. So now they give him a new question. He gets that question right. We're going in the sudden death. Your thoughts on the challenge? A masterful challenge. I don't okay. care if Ben n- knew it or not or heard it correctly or not. It gave enough of questioning the question. Wit did that masterfully. Because honestly, I was in the same boat. I thought it was three different movies. The way the question was stated and written, that is a very confusing question. And so Wit, for that one move, I was willing to give him manager of the week. I thought that was such a masterful move. I stated this during the reaction video, and I said, I'm never going to knock on the question writers, but I think this one, this question could have been worded differently, where you could have said, which Oscar-winning director directed these two movies? Yes. Like, you could have mentioned that it was, like, sure, not stating that it's two movies and you just hear the question and you're just like, oh, yeah, those are two movies. But, like, when you hear the question out loud, it's one of those you need to reread it out loud to hear it. Yes. And it's like, oh, it sounds like three movies instead of two, so maybe we need to specify in the question that it's only two movies. But it's just one of those, like, you can only know that problem if you say it out loud, if you read the question out loud. Because if you're looking at the question and you're reading it in your head, then in your mind, you're like, oh yeah, this isn't going to be hard to understand. It's going to be easy to like, boom, there. But if you read it out loud, that's going to be a, oh, there's a, a um, there's a discrepancy with this question. Maybe we need to go a little bit more specific. And I understand Adam Witt's position. And I understand Sam's position. Ultimately, even I was going, I, like, through both people, like, through both Adam and Sam, I was even questioning it. I was like, yeah, that was a good challenge, because all I was focused on was drive, but then again, they did say going south. He could have tried to gotten the um, answer from going south, if not from drive. So, it's one of those, it could go either way. Honestly, the entire time, I was like, this question, this challenge could go either way, and I wouldn't be upset. So I do have a question for this. This is an interesting idea, and I don't know. They probably have already thought about this, but I'm putting this out to you. The person who wants to play in the FCL, the person who is wanting to continue his movie trivia knowledge, would you suggest or would you be against the competitor being able to see on a screen being able to read the question on screen. So, well, 
They okay. still read the question out, but the competitor can still read the question themselves on screen. That all depends because that would have to put more work on the the um on the production team behind the yes. scenes because they're yes, the ones that were, it would the only way they could properly um get that right is if the production team at the same time as the question readers as the hosts they would also need a document of the questions and that yes. way they'll know they'll be like okay we're typing it out or like copy paste the question and there's the question and as they're in like the Skype group or whatever, they're like, okay, that is the question. That is how it is written. That I, that way I know there are two movies and not three. Here we go. It honestly well, depends because even when I have played in trivia, that's never been a thing for me. Yes. Like even well, I've never I say that. that the reason I say that is you could create within Excel or through Microsoft you can create a share file where multiple people can view the same file. And so it can all be edited and put together at the same time. I know this would be di very difficult, but you have one producer or one editor who has control of the share, share file where he is going to send the question to Christian or Mark or both, send the question to them through the share file and then they can post the pitch or post the question on screen immediately when they send it to Christian and Mark. I know that would be very difficult. I'm not saying it would be done overnight, but it might be something to look into. I think honestly, this is so far the first instance we've ever gotten with this problem. It's the first it time would we've change, ever it would change JTEs. It would absolutely change JTE. Well, again, and I think that's something to think about because this is the first time we've ever ran into this problem. I don't think it's something I think, honestly, like because of we they ran into this problem, the question PJ and the question writers are going to be making sure it's like, OK, if this is two separate movies and it sounds like three, we're going to put in the question these two movies. And I think that's how they're going to try to re rectify and fix the situation. And well, it's the reason I say that is it does change the way the inner geekdom works and Star Wars works mm -hmm. because of the fact some of these words that are used in these fact are in these categories or these leagues are very difficult to pronunciate if you're not used to hearing the word. So it would help the competitor and help the announcer because it would almost increase the benefit of the doubt rule because they could actually read the words themselves yeah also also have you ever noticed they do post the question on the screen during the match yeah and but that's only for the edited version right i'm just curious if there'd be a way they could do that quickly to the live match basically I again, I don't think they will, but I again, it's one of those things, though, that's something they'll probably I don't know if they'll even think about it, but something like maybe after this they'll think about. But yes. as of right now, the main focus is going to be trying to write the questions in a way where it doesn't sound misleading 
or anything like that. That's going to be their main yes. focus now because that was the main topic of discussion that it sounded, the question sounded misleading. And sure, it was the way of how Mark Ellis read it at first. Yes. Because even he was like, oh, I only thought it was three movies. Again, if the question would have specifically said these two movies, I think that is what would have um, fixed any mistake. Yes. But because it wasn't, it wasn't said specifically, oh, these two movies, then maybe that's, again, that's one of the, I think that's just a question writing thing where if you're going to talk about two movies, but it sounds like three, they'll mention specifically these two movies. But that's neither here nor there right now because he was able to get a new question and he got the question right and we went into sudden death. What was your thought? Do you think the challenge was correct? Do you think the challenge was correct? That's a good way of going into this. I think with how Mark Ellis was declaring himself, like even how he said, even the question reader didn't realize it was two separate movies that might have skewed everything. I think it was the challenge, man, it's really hard because I can, again, I can see both sides. I can see a reason why it was upheld because of him making it sound misleading. But at the same time, um, like I can see Sam, Sam's point of view because he said like, you, because in his entire argument was you still said, he still said one of the movies that he could have used to get the yeah. right answer. I, I think it's a difficult challenge, that one, but I yeah. think it was correct. I, I, I mean, do it's think a, it was correct. It was one of those catch 22s. You give them, you give them the challenge, and the other team will be upset, and they'll continue sticking with their like challenge. Or you don't give them the challenge and the other team's going to lose and they're just going to be in the entire, well, you should have read the question how it was supposed to. Well, here's what I can state on it. It's a really good thing that Ethan won the match. Yeah. Because if he yeah. wouldn't have won, there would have been an entire legion of Ugh. people that would have been like, well, no. like, Yeah. That, that would have not been fun. Yeah, they went into sudden death, and that's how Ethan got the win, being able to pull out Stone Cold Steve Austin over Bill Goldberg, which I will say, they have been confused with each other before. However, they're not that. I mean, Stone Cold is Stone Cold. Yeah. But that's well, just me. Like, I Ethan, Ethan came out with a win, and it is one of those interesting things of I would love to see an alternate history of Ben Bateman pulling out the win just to see what the audience reaction and the usual suspect reaction would have been like if, again, if Bateman would have won and the challenge was still upheld. Well, all right, let's go ahead. Since we're already talking about matches, let's go ahead and talk about the other matches of the week. Yeah, let's talk about, let's recap the entire show and then we'll end on the big thing that we're going to talk about. Frankie Alvarez versus Jessica Sloth. This was a match that I did not expect to end this way, but it did. It also was in sudden death. Yes, it was a good oh, match. Yeah, it was a very good match. And it was, oh my goodness. I'm dumb because Sam got three wins this week. 
Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. We... No, 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 no. No, we got three. Yeah, 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 yep, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, we were saying two. I was saying two earlier. Like, no, Frankie's in the usual suspects. He got three wins. This was a big week for Sam. It's a needed, yes. it's a needed week for Sam. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, this was a close match, but ultimately in the end, and this is funny, two, both of the sudden death matches ended with a match with a, uh, ended with a question with a wrestler in the movie. Yes. So And that's what match. I think is funny. Yeah, and the it was a big match. win for Frankie. The next match was Ty Lieberman versus Josh Horowitz, where you and I were both like, ah, Ty got a Ty KO, so he's probably going to, it's going to be a strong match, but he's probably going to sneak out with the win. And it's like, nope. If the match did not turn out like it had with Ben Bateman and Ethan Irwin, I would have given it to Josh Horowitz. This was Josh such a... play. Oh, he played masterfully. Yeah, oh, and he was man. able to use all the time he needed. Yes. Josh Horowitz, to me, impressed me. And Coy absolutely impressed me in this match. Coy is becoming one of the best managers in the game. Yeah. He has... Oh, honestly, Coy is becoming so much better than even the other managers because Let, you can tell he's listening to his competitors. And all of these matches, I just want to say this in general of all the matches this week, they're all setting up future matches. Like, currently right now, Frankie Alvarez, like, he was calling out Rick Raddis because Rick Raddis was calling him out. So... Frankie Alvarez versus Rick Raddus is probably going to be a match. They were hinting that Griffey Nunes could potentially be a future competitor for Josh Horowitz. So I'm like, all right, Josh versus Griffey, let's go. And then the next match, which was a very big match for um, Smowdown Collision, Moose Haas versus Amir Moses, which unfortunately we did not have the audio for this match. So That was weird. That was yeah. weird. But I understand it. They're trying to go back into studios, so they're testing everything out to make it all work out. You would so, be proud of me because I did not actually watch the match. I watched your reaction to the match. Yeah. I, I was, was having... I actually enjoyed that. Yeah, I was trying to have fun. I felt like a third man on a table of three. And they were just <laughs> ignoring me. I'm like, all right, I'll just, I'll just be back here. Don't worry, don't worry. Um, but yeah. that reaction has done better than the other ones. It's because the match is no audio, and if you have someone commentating all of it, then there you go. Yeah, it was very hard in round two and round three to try to see if I got answers correctly. When I'm like, I can barely read lips, but I'll give it a shot. <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah, and yeah, great win for Amaru, and he's gonna be going up against Saul in Schmodown Collision, and that's gonna be an in-studio match. So Ooh, that's gonna be so good. That's I can't wait till collision. I'm not. This is not my prediction, but I'm telling Saul right now, this match that he's about to go up against with Amaru is gonna be the biggest match of his life if he doesn't win. Mm -hmm. Because I cannot wait. Because Amaru got thirty points in that in this no. match. Saul has never had to go to besides his first match. Ever last year, he has never had to yeah. go to round three. Yeah, and I hate that for him. Actually, I really do hate that for him because that's not his fault. That's the yeah. his competitors he's playing against. 
And I know Saul, like, is probably thinking in his head, like, oh, these people on this show, or like that Eli guy, he's an idiot. He's probably, he doesn't know what I'm doing to study. It's like, Saul, I know exactly what you're doing to study. And I know what Amaru is doing to study. Trust me. I have seen him study and I've seen him play. You don't understand how heavy this match is going to be. Both of you need to be on your A game. And I hope, I, and I saw, I hope you're ready for Amaru Moses. Well, I'll say this, and I know you are very much, I mean, you, you're very close with Amaru. I will say Saul is doing more than any other competitor in the game right now because of the work and the ingenuity honestly how it sounds before collision that's going to be the match mean you are going to be debating about more than the mm -hmm. other ones because honestly I already tell, yeah i can i can already tell you this is Saul versus amaru is going to be the big match where you and i are going to be like well i disagree but whatever well i'll say this i think Saul. i'm already calling it let's go i'm already going to say it I'm picking Saul over Amaru. Well, if you're gonna, if we're going ahead and picking out winners, I'm for this match. I'm picking Amaru. Uh huh. All right. All right. Well, before we get into our main section of the show, mm -hmm. I want to first shout out. If you have not, please get be a part of the ten dollar Patreon of the Movie Trivia Showdown. That's where you can watch many of these matches when they go live. Secondly, we want to do our weekly shout out to Taylor Robertson because she's great and we always are impressed with how much she has reached out to the community, reached out to us. She's been great. And, and I want to be surprised I want to be oh, surprised ahead. if at this point she's annoyed at us constantly shouting her out every week. Oh yeah, most likely. But like stop I doing do it. We do also want to announce that tomorrow you're watching this on Monday. Tomorrow, there will be a new interview. We mentioned it before, but our interview with Gold Leader. We are starting to get ourselves out there with interviews. These interviews are not our schmodown focus, but we want to get to know the person. We want to let them feel comfortable. This is their time to express their feelings about the, the different shows they're on. They get to explain their feelings. And we're just kind of along for the ride like everyone else. I cannot oh, yeah. wait to interview Gold Leader. I will. Yeah, I, I got am so some, happy about it. I got some questions ready in the tank for Gold Leader for the interview. That video will be going up tomorrow of and today's special guest with Gold Leader. It will be going up tomorrow. If you want to watch the prior one that we made of and today's special guest, it came out last month. It was with Jacoby Bancroft. To get an idea of what this video, I, I, to get an idea of what this video is going to be, you can watch the one that we did with Jacoby Bancroft. And yeah, now we don't have any predictions for today because they have not really, as of recording, they have not right. released the schedule for July. So we'll, when they release the schedule, we'll tweet out our predictions for this week. But as of right now, we're going to be talking about the singles tournament. Because they announced that there are going to be 32 people in the tournament. And what we're going to do is that we're going to look at each faction. Because if you do the math, that's four people per faction. So we're going to be looking at all the factions. And we're going to be picking out which four are going to be the ones in it. Yes. This so, should be fun. 
yeah, I, I'm honestly you, excited to go through this. So I'm also, who do you want to talk about first? All right, we will start. And as we do this, I'm also going to be writing down all of our picks and we will be tweeting out our picks on the Twitter, on the Twitter, you know, because I'm on so the hip Twitter, and, uh, on the Twitter. No, we are going to tweet these out so that everyone knows our predictions for who is going to be in the singles tournament mm -hmm. with being four per faction. This could be interesting. So yeah. we are going to start with corruption. Corruption. Okay. So Adam Collins. Uh one one sec. Let's go ahead and look at this as a whole. I, I am. don't know about Adam, Adam Collins. Con well, look, this is why I say Adam Collins. He's currently not on a run to be in a title match. The only two people they that are currently in the run for a title match is Marisol and Chance. Okay, so you're going to put Adam. Yes, I'm putting Adam, and I'm also putting Mike. Yeah, oh yeah, I'm putting Mike there too. If... No, no, I'm not going to put Mike there. I'm putting Mike in it. Why do you think Mike? Because no matter what, Mike is always playing, has, has always played in singles and in teams. And no matter what, if you're playing in teams, you're almost always playing in singles. And so that's why I see them putting Mike in. I'm leaning against it due to the fact that he might be focusing on teams and intergeekdom right now. Look, no matter and what, if you're got... if you're focusing on teams, you're focusing on single because teams is just a multi-man singles match. I know. I, I, I okay. Know. I, if you want to hear who I want, if you want to hear who I think. And this is me taking into account, like, let's say Marisol loses against Kevin Smith. This is just if she loses. I'm saying Mike, Chance, Adam, and Marisol. Okay. All right. So we're going to, so you're picking Mike? Yes. You, but, and I'm also Mike. picking Chance because I don't know when, if he fights for a title, when that will happen. Cause again, we just don't know. And I don't know, cause I think, the tournament may happen before that, before he gets a chance to fight for the title. So that tournament may be a thing. I see Mike going into the tournament. Adams is currently not on a run for the title. So he's yeah. going into the tournament. Marisol, if she loses, is going into the tournament. Now, if she wins, that's the big thing. We need to look at it. If she wins, do you see them putting Mark in it? Mark Hoyt. I see... Um... Jacob London over Mark. Well, let we cannot forget Clee Wiggins. She got a big win yes. against Sabrina. Well, what what I'll say Jacob is Lund well, Jacob London, all he has done so far is have a good run in the free for all. However, Clee Wiggins has gotten the big win. Yes. So you got to put all you... of that in perspective. But let me ask you this. Do you see Clee's match as hard as Jacob London's? Because Jacob was going against uh, Jacoby Bancroft, which was a, I, I would I, say, a much harder match than Clee's match. Again, I could see Jacob, but I could also see them putting in Clee. It's one of those things where that's up to, that's a Shannon decision if Marisol loses on who she gets to decide. I could, I feel like Shannon would want to put, 
a female in the tournament. That way she can say, hey, I got, this is my girl going into the tournament. Not to I, say like, I, not to say like she wants the female, like she wants to do the full representation of a female. I feel like she wants to do that as well. But I think also like, I feel like Klee is a strong competitor. I didn't realize how hard these this was going to be for each yeah. faction figuring out. I I think what I'm going to say is Adam Collins, Mike Kalinowski, those are the two for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do Chance Ellison slash. I could see. I am. I could I'm see Chance Ellis. I could say I could see Chance Ellison slash Jacob, and then Marisol yeah. slash Clee. Yeah, yeah. Is it bad that we're keeping Mark out? No. Like that's the thing when you look at all the others: Mark, James, Claudia, and Elliot. Like we haven't seen Claudia this season. James and Elliot we have seen, but they weren't strong matches. And then Mark, he just again like those four that we're not putting in there. Like they haven't had strong showings. Yeah. All right. Let's let's move on to the next because we are getting into time constraints because this is a big show. Uh, the dungeon. Dungeon. Okay. I already have a guess on who I would want to put in. Who I would want to put in. Yes. But let's let's say hypothetically, Dan keeps his belt against um, Irwin. Against Irwin and against Smith and slash McKee. I see Ben Bateman going in. I see. Oh yeah, Ben Bateman is a one hundred percent going into the tournament. Bateman and Video Drew. One sec. All right, Bateman, you are leaning towards Video Drew? Yes, 100%. And then yeah. I see Gerald Battaglia. One sec. The reason... Video Drew. All right, so you're leaning towards uh, Gerald? Why? Yes. I've seen him in FCO. He is a beast. Oh, he was a beast yes. in FCO. Look, literally the, the two matches that I saw, he basically went perfect in both of them. I think his first match, he didn't go perfect, but his second match, he did go perfect. Let's do the final one for this four. Let's do Dan Merle slash whoever our fourth one is. Slash Whitney. You think Whitney? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I I can't disagree with you. I do think it's Whitney. It's just hard for me right now to look at Chris Van Fleet and David Del Rio and say, oh yeah, they're definitely going in singles. And in the single tournament, it's hard for me because we haven't seen David play, mm. and Chris did not did not win his last match, and you're trying to work with that. Do you do Whitney or do you do Wit? Again, I don't see Adam Wit. I think Adam Wit's going to be sticking to because he's going to be the, a Star Wars competitor for them, but I don't see him going into the tournament. And I also see him being a sing- uh, manager for the people that Kaiser can't be the manager for. All right. That's how that's how we'll go with Dungeon. Ben Bateman, V.O. Drew, Gerald Batali, Dan Merle slash Whitney Seibold. I put Dan yes. at the very end just due to we don't know. My yeah, assumption he could, is he I mean, could win, but we don't know. Yeah, but like he's going up against Ethan Irwin, and then if he lose if he wins against Ethan Irwin, he's gonna go up against either Kevin Smith or Marisol McKee. Yeah, so there's most like I don't I, we'll see. I'm I'm di- we'll go that way. All right, stars next. The stars, Snyder. 
Janine, Jacoby, and I don't want to put Brandon Hanna in it. No, because I don't think fit he's gonna. Him. I think he's gonna focus on IG. The other person I can see is Nick Harley. Yes. All right. Next. Because, like, do you understand why I say Nick Harley? Yes, I do. Yeah, because he was the first FCL champion. Makes all the sense. Yep. Usual suspects. Usual suspects. We will go with Liz Shannon um, Miller. Liz. Drew. Drew. Marie. No, we can't go Marie. She's Star Wars. Uh, oh, not Marie. I'm sorry. Um, Stacy Howard. I don't know. And I would say Frankie. I would say Frankie Alvarez. And and Doug Benson. Well, you got to put a slash for Ethan. Right. Again, right. I I would go Frankie Alvarez over Stacy. Yeah. Or if right. anything, I mean, do you understand why I'm saying Frankie over Stacy? Yeah, I do. I and do. this is nothing against Stacy. Stacy's an amazing competitor. But I'm like, okay. No. Uh, I don't know if I put Drew in there anymore. And I don't really? even know if I put in Doug. Why, why wouldn't you put Drew? Because, like, nothing against, like, his last match, he didn't have that strong of a showing. Yeah, but it's Drew. It's Drew. I mean, he I know. had a bad match. But then, I don't know if I put in Doug because scheduling. I could see Doug. I actually would lean towards so, Doug. But, I again, scheduling. I would say this is what I would do. Stacy slash Frankie, Doug slash Ethan. Okay. Like, that's what right. I would do. Next is Swag. Paul. Wait. Paul. Oh, man. But Paul has that free-for-all, so who knows what he's using it for. Uh, we'll put Paul in the, in the tournament. Yeah. Paul and Lon. Paul, Lon, Haley. Zipper. Zipper and Haley. Yep. And Zipper one and final one. One final one. Put a slash next to Paul in case he uses the free for all for a title single title shot. And put in. I put Jonathan Harris. Yeah, I would too. I was thinking of Jen, but then I was like, ah, oh, but Jonathan. Yeah. No, all I right. would say I would say put a slash put next to Jonathan slash Jen Kemp. <laughs> Because she had okay. a great run in the free-for-all. All right, next. Quirky Marks. Okay. Bibiani, Brendan Meyer. Yep. Josh Horowitz. Josh Horowitz. And if Kevin Smith's lose, I put Kevin Smith in. Slash Perry Nemiroff. Yep. That's who I would put. Mm. No, no. No, I would say no, you, Perry. No. No, what what you do is William Bimbiani, Brendan Meyer, Kevin Smith slash Josh Horowitz, and no, I don't, Perry. I don't, I don't see you not putting Josh in it. No, I'm saying put Josh in it. I know, but I say Kevin slash Perry because Kevin is okay. the factor. Yep, yep, you're right, you're right. All right, the next is the Den. Paul Ben. Paul Ben. Um, Mark, Mark Riley, and then and then we got the last one. I could see either Peggy or Jess. I think Rachel Siller Shrini. I see either Peggy or Jess because we haven't seen Rachel this season. 
That's why I say I think we'll have Rachel this year. Or, that or Jader. Or Alonzo. Or Alonzo. I think you, yeah, yeah, maybe do a Paul, Ben, Alonzo, and. I say you get Mark in there. Rachel. You got to put Mark in there. Oh, Paul, Ben, Mark, and Alonzo. All right. I can live with that. And again, these now, are, this is just baseless speculation from us. Yes. Finstock exchange. The final Roka, one. Okay. Roka. JD. No. No, I don't see Barbarian in this. You Barbarian hasn't played this year. He's a singles he's, competitor. He's going in the IG tournament. He's not going in the singles tournament. Uh, yeah. I he's mean, going I, in the I, IG. I, I, don't, I, I see him in both. I see him in no, both. No, he's going in one. Okay. All right. So we're going to. This is how I was looking at it. I see it. This is who I think. Roka, JTE, Griffin, Griffey Nooms, Rick Radis. I can't disagree with you. Because those have been their All four right. strongest players, and they haven't had King Khan playing another match since his Man. match against John Flickinger. Yeah, I can't disagree with you. All right. Well, that is our singles tournament. Yeah, we don't even know how they're going to... We don't know who they're going to put in the... We know those are our guesses on who they're going to put in it. We don't even know how they'll arrange it, so we're not even going to worry about that. But yeah, Yeah. that has been our show. This week has been... Like, no predictions for this week, but the moment they release the schedule, we'll tweet out our predictions. And yeah, this was a good show, in my opinion. It was. I I had fun with it. Yeah, and then don't forget, everybody, tomorrow... And today's special guest, Gold Leader, is going up on YouTube and on the podcast feed. For everyone here, that's been Luke. I've been Eli. I hope you all have a great rest of the day. See you, buddy.